Hi guys, welcome to the Wabi Sabi Podcast. This is episode number 78, how to face your own dirty demons. <laughs> They're not so bad, right? They teach us a lot of lessons. They help us to grow. We learn that we're not alone when we share our problems, our demons, and our pain points in life. If anybody tells you their life is perfect, if it looks perfect, they're bullshitting. And don't let them fool you. You're a lot smarter than you think. So first and foremost, take a deep breath in and take a deep breath out. Unfurl your eyebrows. Let them go. Massage your third eye center. That's the spot in between your eyebrows and above your nose. And give your jaw a little bit of a massage. Let go of that jaw clenching. Let go of the eyebrows. Let go of the teeth gritting. And seriously, just fucking let go. I think that should be the name of my next book. Just fucking let go. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'd be referring to life, by the way. So, um, obviously, we've all been going through a lot of pain points, ups and downs, and I'm here to help you to recognize that you are not alone. You are very much in the right place when you come to the Wabi Sabi podcast, and we're going to take care of our own demons together today and really face them. I think it is utter bullshit when there are public figures out there that claim that they're holier than thou and they don't talk about their own demons. We really should only be focused on people that are self-aware and that have gone through their own self-realization that life is fucked up and period, end of sentence. Not much more to say. But know that you are not alone and you're never alone in this practice called life. We are all just spiritual beings living through day-to-day -day experiences as humans. As Deepak Chopra says, we are spiritual beings living a human experience, not the other way around. Let's profoundly find that place in our gut, heart and mind, where we can actually clear the shit out and live a better life without judging, torturing or tormenting ourselves. There are enough problems in the world. And today on the podcast, I really want to advise to do a couple of these practices that'll make you feel like you can finally fucking breathe again. Don't put yourself in that inner chokehold that we've all been in. There are a couple things that I've been doing to myself and I haven't been made aware until I got a brick to my head, as Oprah says, and then I needed to pay attention. So um, first and foremost, ask for help when you need it because you need it and you know that whether that's mental health, work, administration, health, organization, support, love, care, you need help and you need to ask for it. And there are plenty of people out there that are willing to support you. If you are in a position as an entrepreneur or a public figure, or you have to put yourself out there as an artist or maybe you're an independent contractor and you're really living paycheck to paycheck right now, like millions of Americans are. I'm really here to share with you how we can clear out the fucking clutter and make our lives more brilliant and full of clarity and color so that you can see the rainbow. 
a lot of people also ask, well, why should I meditate? What's so good about meditation, etc.? But the point of meditation is, is that you clear your head so that you can slow down your thoughts and make calm and very clear decisions with your life. And you can take pause, reflect, and go through the process of self-realization on this planet in this one lifetime that we have. Now, if you don't want to do that, that's cool too. And maybe this podcast is not for you. Take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. Let go of that jaw. Unfurl your eyebrows and just breathe through this time. If you are living with your own demons and they have been tormenting you, you are not alone. About three years ago, I saw my friend Cecilia and she actually said to me after I, I'd gone through hell, hell of a time um, with letting go of New York, I, I wanted to hold on to New York so badly that I would be willing to torture myself and I, I had to let it go because it was just time. I can't explain it. It's kind of like when I was in preschool, I knew I was different from everybody else. And I don't know if you guys have ever gotten really subtle messages in a whisper, as Oprah says, but there are notes that you have to take and you have to listen to them because if you don't listen to them, you're not paying attention. And then that brick is going to come straight at your head again. And you're going to fight your demons in a cycle, which is like a pattern that we all follow. So one of my greatest setbacks is in, in all honesty, is that I have addictions to very bad things. And I have had to get myself out of this hole of just like work addiction, burnout. I mean, I never knew how to stop. It wasn't really in me. And it was my partner that pointed out this very cool study called the Anagram Institute. And they have nine different descriptions of types of personalities. Here's how it's spelled. The website is E-N-N-E-A-R-A-M-I-N-S-T-I-T-U-T-E. The Anagram Institute. Anagram is spelled E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M, as in Mary. This was one of the most um, spot-on and interesting programs where you learn about your detailed anagram type, and you will not feel as alone in this world when you read about the type that you are. I do quite value hearing the stories of others and the patterns that we share of self-torment and torture and our own demons. Um, You know, mine are tied to self-worth, is tied to work. Every breath that I take is given to me by you. I rely on my audience to feed me. And I can't break that cycle. It's, It's something that's been I've been obviously conditioned to be a public figure for 17 years, and it's sort of in me and in my blood. So it is really cool to see what type you are, how you intersect with your partner, your work partners, your colleagues, your friends, your parents, your sister, your brother, your siblings, your life. And 
I also think it's really important while you're doing this study when you pick up on your own demons and when you start admitting to yourself that you have problems and you're just as fucked up as the next person next to you. Here's a very sad story. Uh, I was I'm, I stay at different temples and across um, different parts of Asia when studying for Buddhism and spiritual practice and I take this very serious and I came out to study and while I was at a long rental stay uh, I woke up to screaming and I thought it was children playing out on the beach and it wasn't it was actually somebody verbally and physically abusing an elderly person and it was I say this um, after I've processed it a bit but it was it was so incredibly heartbreaking because I had not experienced anything like that before. It was in a room right next to me. And I, I just said to myself, how could they not hear or know or be self-aware that I can, he, all the people around can hear this. And it, and it was bad. It was very bad. Um, I called a close friend that lived nearby to discuss what had happened and if I should report it. And we did, decided, you know, we don't know this person's situation so it's better to let them know like I I heard what was going on and it was really upsetting and um you know I want to make you aware that that I could fully hear what was happening and of course I have to take the proper steps and discuss further with that person and individual and like if this is something that I need to report um or if they virtually perhaps were really just having an argument and we're all human and things happen, but there is zero excuse like we talked about last week for any physical abuse ever. I mean, that is the, that's the stuff that really messes up people. And you have to go through your demons and face them, whether it's therapy, it doesn't have to be one-on-one -on -one mental health therapy. It can also come in the form of the arts music, surfing, swimming, running, meditation, talking to a community group, singing in a choir, joining an art class, joining a salsa dancing class. My friend Michelle did that and I thought it was adorable. Traveling, talking to others, being open, talking to your partner about the Anagram um, Institute and also their nine type descriptions, really hearing other people's stories, reading books, connecting with other individuals, being very open and taking your mask off and saying, I'm not perfect. I have demons. I absolutely will talk to you about what happened and not judge you because we're all mirrors at the end of the day for one another. You have no idea what this person right next door to you is going through at all. In fact, I, I come to realize this is my fault we're very quick to judge, number one, within seconds. We are very judgmental, especially as public figures. We are conditioned to believe that certain beliefs, particularly our own, are the only way. And that is not true. There is a large spectrum of gray in this world. And that we also need to be much more open-minded that it's possible that the yelling or the fight or whatever I heard today that was not cool uh, it triggered something in me and I immediately was like, I've got to get out of here. This is not comfortable. Learning from uncomfortable situations will put you into a different gear. It'll allow you to see life in all of its colors, the good, the bad, the ugly, 
and understand that all over the world, there is abuse, there is suffering, there is pain, there is tolerance. There are good people and there are bad people. My mother will constantly tell me, Candice, there are all kinds of people wherever you go, both good and bad. It doesn't matter where you travel, they all exist. And in the notion of my Japanese mother's words, we practice deep thought and reflection and knowing that no one person is actually perfect. So your demons are right next to the person right next door to you. You don't know their story. You don't know them. You don't even know their thoughts. You don't even know your closest friends or partner's thoughts. There is no way for you to ever really truly know what one goes through. So it is best, as we talked about last week in episode 78, was it 78 or 77? Sorry, been traveling. Um, We talked about infinite compassion. Put your hand on your heart, infinite compassion, and say it out loud with me, infinite compassion. I have infinite compassion for the individual that was yelling. I have infinite compassion for the individual that was being hurt. And I have no idea what their dynamic or situation is. I can only listen and help and hope that the best assessment happens and comes to them and they get help. They get help that they need. When people are in pain, they typically hurt others. And it is a cycle that we can choose to break. There are so many out there that had abusive parents, they were molested, sexually abused, mentally, verbally, and they came out of it on top because they did not put their problems onto other people. One of my biggest pain points in being a successful female entrepreneur, whether you think I'm successful or not, first and foremost, sure looks like I am, right? You have no idea the bag of fucking problems that I carry around with me looks like. It would be nice if I said bag of dicks, right? But it's not. It's a bag of it's a bag of problems. And I carry it around with me. And I, I can't stand it sometimes, but I need to start letting it go, taking responsibility, hearing my own words. You can do the same thing because you are in control of your own life. You are in control of your decision making, your thoughts. And you also have the capacity to learn how to use tools that I will always give to you that will help you through this time where you are facing your own demons and doing a lot of self-work and cleansing. And I mean, get that shit out. Whether it's the man that you can't get that you're on a fucking hamster wheel chasing after, or whether it's that treadmill where you're on burnout for work and you constantly have to appease to your boss... Maybe you're not sleeping well or eating poorly. You need to stop if you can, like with the bad debauchery. And you know, if you're in your 20s, enjoy it. <laughs> I always say, maybe this this episode may not be for you. <laughs> this episode is for everybody uh, 32 and plus. That's, that's about when you should get your shit together. If you're like me and you aged well, you could probably say... 38 plus. (laughs) Every time I talk to my mom about some problem or issue, she says, oh, well, you know, you look so young. So, you know, you you look like 29. (laughs) So if we're scaling back 10 years, you know, you got got some time there. 
but you only bought time because you ate a shitload of kale, you drank a ton of matcha, and you got a lot of sleep, and you cut that alcohol and sugar out early. So anyways, I find that to be hilarious. Just because I'm the golden girl of wellness doesn't mean I like to party and do terribly bad things. I quite enjoy them, as you guys know. And I think you should too. This podcast isn't about shaming or telling you not to do things or or saying how fucked up we all are. It's just accepting that this is the reality of life. And as we say, shikata ganai in Japanese, it cannot be helped. Just let it go. There ain't nothing you can do about it except accept the fact that we are all human and that we will argue, we will have tough times, we will have pain points. And when we are able to be better people, which isn't a hundred percent of the time, but we can become more self-aware when we are able to be better people and do the work and practice, go to therapy, talk out our problems, journal, write stuff down, try morning pages from the artist's way, do things that make you feel really fucking good and stop doing the addictions that really create these awful patterns I mean, if he's not calling you after two years, honey, you have to let that go. Trust me, I've learned myself. Don't ever think that I've gotten everything that I've ever wanted. <laughs> not not true. As I take a giant swig of water. Well, while I'm trying to cleanse my soul and my demons from all of my problems and patterns and pain points, I think it's really good that we could first acknowledge, even if you can acknowledge them today and say out loud to yourself in the car or at your office or in bed, I am aware of my demons. I have demons and I'm going to do my best work to try to face them. That means not putting your pain and suffering onto others. It's so easy to have somebody come down on you at work, have some outside person ruin your day, have somebody get, you know, say you're involved in like litigation, God forbid, that's probably one of the worst things. And it happens to so many people, unfortunately, in the United States. What a litigious culture that I want nothing to do with. Forgiveness and letting go and realizing that mistakes and people are human happen. It's probably... It could be the dumber thing to do, but my God, does it feel really good when you're able to say, I'm going to compartmentalize these problems. I'm going to deal with them because it's all I have. These are the cards that I was dealt. And then you face them head on. I often um, think about a Taurus, my sign, and I, I used to live off of Wall Street and I would walk by that famous bull, bull, bull. Bull, B-U-L-L, every day. And I and I would also run past men on Wall Street smoking cigarettes, eating donuts, drinking coffee. And of course, they would stare at me because it was always a meat market. But at the same time, I was like, gosh, don't you wish that you were jogging with me with my abs and green juice? And I was judging them while they thought I looked good. I had probably more mental problems than they did. So don't always believe what you see and hear and feel and and especially what people are posting. All of the posting is just another, it's our modern day zeitgeist as far as advertising, marketing, 
and showing off goes, bragging, etc. Now, of course, if you won like an Oscar, a Grammy, a book, a Nobel Peace Prize, if you got a Medal of Honor, if you were in the military, like, there's so many things out there that are admirable and worthy of a huge applause and a hat taken off to you. But most of the time, like say you go on TikTok, you see somebody posting about like some pudding they made, some kind of gelatin dessert. <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the weird Asian stuff that I see. Some, um, maybe you're, you're posting about like your hot ass or advertising campaigns for your business. A lot of these things are really unnecessary, overindulgent, and they build up over time and they are feeding what is called your ego. And they're not interlinked to the spiritually divine, which I know you are called to hear because you listen to this podcast. The spiritually divine cannot be seen or heard. It can only really be felt. And it is deep in your heart, mind, and spirit and body. And you will feel it throughout when you breathe, when you pause, and when you are very calm. There are certain times when you're meditating in the morning where you can thoroughly and deeply feel that intertwined spirit. When the divine spirits speak to you, you'll know, and you will know that you're directed towards this podcast because it said the word demon or addiction in it. And we all have them, all of us. Nobody on this planet is free from sin or demons, and there's no judgment here. It was hard for me not to put judgment against the individual I came across that was abusive today from even the boys on Wall Street or even my life in New York where I thought I was, you know, doing well and I thought, oh, I have everybody fooled to believe that I'm the golden girl of wellness when all of this is a fucking facade. It's all bullshit. Sure, I might write good books and great recipes and put on a good show, <laughs> but I'm just as human as you are, subjective, but also very true. I'll fall harder. I'll learn the hard way. I'll have to let go of a lot of demons that I held on to so tightly, and I have a bag full of dicks. I mean problems, but you know, it sounds better that way. I have a bag full of problems and I'm going to carry them around with me for the rest of my life because we all do. It is just a matter of how we deal with them and face them and tell the truth. Now, in my lifetime, I won't complain about this anymore, but I know a lot of you have written to me about friendship breakups. They're very painful. Unlike a relationship romantically, we know how to separate and move on from most romantic relationships. If you're healthy, it might take you a few years, which is okay to get over it. Totally normal, not alone, but also you learn to let go of that person or those people. I have learned to let go of all my past ex-boyfriends and I wish them very well and I pray for them and I have loved them dearly. If anyone tells you you are able to have one great love in this life, that's cheapo deluxe. I truly believe, Hannah, my heart, that you are open to having as many great loves in your life as you would like. I know I have. I have fallen in love with so many men and I love men and I always will. 
And that is how I am wired. There isn't one way to love a person. There is an infinite way, just like the stars in the sky and the rainbow of colors and the depths of the sea. There is an infinite measurement to love and the ways to love. So don't ever let somebody, don't ever let anybody tell you that there's only one way and you're only allowed one great love in your life because that is just utter bullshit. If it is true for you, then wonderful. No judgment. I just like to see life in an array of colors. I also really believe in praying for all the girls I used to be close friends with that I am no longer. I feel very good about letting the people go that I have. I I don't want baggage. I don't want to feel bad. I don't want to feel scared to be friends with someone. I don't want to live in fear of what they think about me or what they're saying behind my back. And I certainly don't want to be friends with somebody who bullies me. And I've been bullied many times by girls and taken advantage of and or just sort of um, neglected or taken advantage of by work colleagues. And I had to start saying to myself, I won't allow this anymore. I have to set boundaries. I haven't had an assistant for about 11 months now. And it's time. It really is. So like I said earlier, to my point, when help is offered, when help is out there, take it. If you want to send me your resume right now, I am even so down to hire somebody who's a virtual assistant. So you don't actually have to live in LA or New York. Um, but please email your resume to info at com. So while working through these patterns of letting go, there's one thing I noticed when people did hurt me is that hurt people hurt people. So when someone's projecting their hurt and suffering and pain onto you, You've got to learn how to compartmentalize that and put it away and just say, this is the hand I'm dealt. I'm going to face it head on, whether I like it or not. When we live our best life, we do not take our shit out on other people. No friend should ever feel uncomfortable being friends with somebody else. And that is my friend. That is when you learn to let go. You set boundaries, you clean house, and you do not have to be friends with anyone. We've talked about this in various podcasts before. It's a pain point, but you know, in my late 30s, this is something that we have to talk about. In my 40s, I will not be dealing with this. I say that now. I don't really know the truth because none of us do, but I will say I cherish and love the girlfriends that I have that virtually call me all the time in support. They buy my books. They say, what's up? They listen to me. We laugh. We make fun of things. We go out to, you know, yoga or like get a drink or rooftop like cocktail and we talk shit and we have fun. Like I honestly couldn't think of a better friend than one that you could talk shit with and laugh and make fun of things like all day and be weird. I mean, that's the whole point of life, right? Because if you're not weird, then what are you doing? Weird means, um, the etymology of the world, the word means, in charge of one's destiny. So I'm happy to be that. And lastly, when you are at the top, when things are going to go your way, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have any demons. In fact, that could be the point in time when you have the most 
demons when you are successful. Whether it's in marriage, love, finance, communication, relationships, business, it doesn't matter. People will come and envy you and they'll see a projection of what you're putting out on the outside of your mask. And they can be jealous and conniving and rude. And you're going to have to just take the high road because you know who you are at the end of the day. If the higher powers are really taking notes, then you have nothing to fear because you've got people on your side. Karma is a real thing and it's taking notes. It's not a cool trend. It is part of Buddhism. And we must follow the karmatic laws and knowing that what we put out is what we get back. And that, my friends, is what you have to believe in. Not one person will live without their demons. Face them. Be brave. Don't judge others. Do your own work. Compartmentalize when somebody comes after you, comes at you, or is just a piece of shit. It will happen for the rest of your life. I'm afraid to say that, especially when you're a public person, an artist, a creative, a small business owner, a freelancer, you're going to come across a lot more roadblocks than most people. My parents are lucky baby boomers and lucky for them. They've bought four homes back to back in their lifetime, maybe more coming soon. <laughs> they worked hard. They followed the rules. They had freaking, you know, 401ks and retirement plans galore public or uh, financial advisors, CPAs, taxes on time, everything by the book, every bill, every dime, every penny. I think I had mentioned this before, but my parents are so honest. My dad found a wad of cash outside of the bank once and he returned it to the bank because he knew it belonged to somebody. Those are my parents. Couldn't be more proud. You are a byproduct of what you believe and what you were taught in this life. You choose your own belief system. Therefore, I'm going to choose to believe that the best is yet to come. I'm going to choose to believe that not everybody putting out this fake lifestyle that's so they're so fucking happy. Oh, go fuck yourself and stop fucking posting all these like stupid, annoying pictures all the time. Sorry, but you know what I mean? I really just honestly, mostly only post about work affirmations and work that I wanted to share because it can help you in the long run to be a better person. Most of the investments that we can do to help others means we listen, we share, we grow, we support, and nobody has to do anything. You do what makes you feel good. And you don't have to follow everyone, just so you know. There's a mute button and there's an unfollow button. And I really want to recommend that you do things to set boundaries to go for your healthiest self. Because why do you give a shit about what everybody thinks so much? I get it. I've been, had to be in front of a camera my whole career since 15. I get it, but I don't care as much as I used to. And that's the beauty of getting older. Wisdom comes with age and wrinkles. And my God, the wrinkles on your brain are the ones that I want to gain faster than anyone. I wish and pray the more people read books. Imagine that. Hey, hey LA, have you ever heard of a book before? <laughs> archaic yes but full of wisdom keeps you calm currently i'm reading the heart of the buddhist teaching by titnot han transforming suffering into peace joy and liberation again earlier today so that you don't feel alone in your process of growth where you get through your demons and pass them check out the anagram institute e-n-n-e 
A-G-R-A-M. And check out the different types of their nine anagram types. Find the description that best suits you. There are workshops and classes that can work. And also alleviating a lot of our suffering means facing our own demons and being aware of them. You are not enlightened. Neither am I. There is no person that is above you or below you. And note this, nobody, nobody that is above you will ever criticize you. Only those below you will do that kind of bullying, torment, and trolling. People that don't have a life. So take a knitting class. Go to the local community college and learn a new language. Go out and study music. Take the workshop that you've always wanted to do. Or just simply learn to self-soothe. I'm going to go for a dip in the ocean soon. I love going to steam rooms. I'm obsessed. And sometimes it just feels really good to call a friend and laugh forever about something stupid that we thought about from, you know, high school. Or maybe it was uh, an old boss that my friends in New York and I used to tease or something. I know we're mean, but you know what I mean? Come on, you guys do it too. So let's just not pretend that we're all perfect and privy and following rules all the time because we're not. (laughs) Oh, I love, love chatting with you guys. Sometimes this podcast is really painful to do. I don't really enjoy it all the time, but I think that you guys understand and appreciate the demons that I share with you in our enlightenment and our own suffering, because when we share our stories, we can reflect and we can go from a point of reference and we can feel that we are in this together and that we are not alone. If you are feeling lonely, this one's for you. Dear God, Buddha, spirits, angels, and the universe above, everybody listening to us and those around us, all higher powers surrounding us, and all those below as well, please help to alleviate the suffering in this world that everyone is feeling. Bring a little bit of light and lift the weight that is on our shoulders. Bring us the right people, places, things, opportunities, love, and light that we are all deserving of in this world. And for all those suffering, please bring them peace, enlightenment, and bring them love and joy. May they know that we are praying for them all over the world and that we send them our very, very best. In God's name, Jesus' name, all the angels, Buddha, universe, you name it, and even those below. Amen. Whichever way you see it, we're all in this together. We're all interconnected and intertwined. So why not be good to thy neighbor? Let up on others. See others as a mirror and face your own demons. You know you have them. And I do too. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Wabi Sabi podcast. Please write a juicy five-star review or just hit the five stars on Spotify. So easy. As they say in Australia, too easy. And then please order Kintsugi Wellness for a friend or check out thematchashop.com. Thank you for all your orders. Everybody's been so good. I've been surprised. (laughs) Thanks for being a fucking hustler and playing this game with me right and helping to support girls who do free podcasts with no ads. That would be me. Probably the only person that's dumb enough to do so. 
Have a great week. Check out the Shiseido show on my Instagram and please comment like crazy and also subscribe to my YouTube channel and check out Shiseido's J Beauty show. It's available to you for free on their YouTube channel under Shiseido USA. I love seeing your comments. They make my day and my world and I'm really grateful for you. So thank you. Keep doing your thing and know that somebody's taking really juicy and fabulous notes. Take good care, and I'll see you guys next time. Kiyotsukete Hai, arigato. Jane. Kore kara yoroshiku onegaishimasu.